This is the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. Welcome to True Real Estate 911. Happy holidays. Hope they're off to a great start for you. And the True Group, well, they're here to ride right through the holidays with you handling whatever needs you might have, whether you're looking to buy, if you're looking to sell, if you're a voyeur and you have questions, the Trues here to help throughout the holiday season for you. And uh, they're always a resource available at 561-972-8326, 561-972-8326. And otherwise, well, if you're not already there, go visit truerealestate911.com. At truerealestate911.com, you'll find the best local resource for real estate, period. Not only do you have great information and videos that are available to help uh, inform you about what's going on in our local real estate market, you also even have resources like the ability to search the MLS in real time and see what's really going on. Information that is far more accurate and up-to-date than sites like Zillow, for example. And so, uh, Lisa, straight through the holiday season, uh, we know that there are different types of individuals. You have long educated us that the folks, for example, that are looking at buying this time of year, they're serious people. It's the holidays and many folks want to get something done this year, including potentially for tax considerations as well. Yes, the quality goes up of the buyer and the quantity goes down, which is completely fine for most people because when you have a home for sale, you still have the holidays going on and you have activities that you want to participate in. The people that are coming to look at homes between now and the first week of January are not lookers, they are buyers. They are busy too. And if they are taking their time away from their holiday activities, they are actually looking to make a buying decision and find their new home. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Uh, who wants to waste time any time of year, but especially during the holidays? And so that can be a real opportunity for people. Uh, you know, you always encourage folks, hey, if you're gonna list the beginning of January, don't wait. You can go ahead and work with people so they can list, still enjoy the holidays, and be in front of those buyers that they might otherwise miss. One of the busiest weeks for us is between Christmas and New Year's because many people, are, as we've talked about, are over the holidays. They have extra time off. They're ready to get back to making financial decisions. And let's face it, people coming from the north are down here and they are also ready to make buying decisions. So it is a very important week. The other thing is a lot of marketing gets backed up in January just because there's more volume. So a lot of the sites take longer to get posted. Professional photos take longer. So you can kind of beat the rush by getting it on the market in, in December. Makes perfect sense. And a lot of the folks that have been often talked about participating in purchasing and some of the folks who have started to contribute in a bigger way to the overall housing picture millennials the in the would-be first-time home buyer one of the uh, stats lisa that uh, first kind of blew my mind was that every millennial is now an adult in fact the youngest millennial is actually 19 years old now. Yes. So kind of wrap your brain around that. But that being said, there's still a bunch of millennials that are at home, right? There are many millennials at home, actually 38.4% between 18 to 34. We're not talking about kids right out of college or in college. We're talking about all the way up to the age of 34. And a lot of it is because, not because they can't afford the monthly payment, a big part of the challenge is they have obviously student debt that they're trying to address. And then the second thing is saving for that down payment. And many millennials just don't have the down payment necessary to get out of mom and dad's house. Financial literacy is a huge problem. And I mean this not as an insult to anybody, but simply as a matter of, of pragmatism. The average adult, even college educated in this country, 
is not financially literate. The number, uh, the last I saw was somewhere in the neighborhood of 47% of even college grads that are financially literate. And that means that we haven't set ourselves up for maximum success. Most people, rather than having a sound, well thought out financial plan with goals and timelines and a plan to get to those goals at those timelines, it's simply not there. And so if you just kind of work in a linear path, you're uh, typically going to spend what you have and maybe at best you have have a 401k plan that you contribute to. But there's so much more that goes into this. And as you've indicated many times before, Lisa, uh, it is the fastest and, and best way, especially for younger people to begin to build wealth uh, because, well, over 90% and of the research you've shown us of one's net worth typically is tied up in real estate. If you don't have real estate, there goes that eventual equity and that net worth. And we're very fortunate, even though we sometimes feel like our prices are high here, when you compare to other areas like New York or California, we can actually buy real estate here. Almost everybody can buy something. And one of the interesting things is I have a, a new client. They are um, now buying their first property because they've lived in some place where it just was unaffordable. They, they were going to be renters forever in the Northeast. And now that they have been able to move to South Florida, they can now buy a home. Same thing in California. So we're very fortunate and we should take advantage of that opportunity. Start where you can and build on the wealth from there. Get into your first property. Stop paying for the wealth of the landlord and at least take that first step of home ownership. And you have seven tips to help guide people into and through this process. So on our website, we have a bunch of tools for all buyers, but I, I encourage you to go and visit there. But I wanted to share with you how to solve the biggest challenge that millennial buyers have right now, which is saving the down payment. So the first thing you need to do is take a look at all your expenses and just look and say, what can you cut temporarily? We're not saying that you can never have these things again, and yet they add up. Things like cable. Maybe reducing the type of phone plan you have or the company that you're with with your phone bill. I mean, those bills can get really high. Maybe you do your own nails for a while. And I know um, a lot of the women are cringing at that suggestion. <laughs> and yet when you start adding up some of these little cuts over a few months, all of a sudden you have a little bit more money to put towards your down payment. You know, it's interesting. I've had this conversation for 15 plus years now with certain listeners, and I've offered up like with a 401k plan. If you have a 401k plan that's available to you at a minimum, you want to take advantage of the company match because it's free money on the table. And so uh, if that's available to you, do it. Now, the most common thing I get, especially from younger people, I am living paycheck to paycheck as it is. I'm just getting by. And I, the same conversation is had, and it's been a hundred percent in the final result. Every time I've, I've shared this, do this for one month. Go ahead and contribute what you need to, in this case for the 401k plan, to hit the company match. And if at the end of that month, you truly cannot pay the bills, back it off. Sure. Uh, because the last thing I wanted you to have financial problems, but you got to try it first. And I have yet, and there are hundreds of people over the years now that uh, have ended up doing this, let alone the ones I, that I'm not familiar with, yet to have one person come back after a month and say, you know what, I just couldn't make it work. We just tend to spend what we have without financial planning in place. And so uh, for whatever our goal is, if we want to accumulate X dollar amount for a specific timeline to go ahead and, and put money down on the home, we simply need to account for that in a given month 
and and see what is possible because the odds are it is. It is. It's kind of like if you fill up the buckets, you know, if you do put your profit first or your savings first, mm-hmm. um, there seems to be enough money at the end where if you put the savings or the profit last, you tend to spend it all, right? I oh, mean, yeah. we all do that. Uh, the second thing you can do if you're looking to buy a property is talk to your relatives and see if somebody is willing to give you gift funds. And gift funds, you would be surprised. Um, many parents and grandparents are in a position where they can help you get that start. And it's um, there's loan products that allow you to have that. And so it's a great way. And instead of maybe taking inheritance later, if they have the ability to help you now, it is great to have that conversation. No question. Uh, the next thing you can do, and, and once again, some are going to say, I don't know, I'm going to do it, but pick up a second job or extra hours and just treat that as if it doesn't exist. Set it aside towards your your house down payment. And it won't take long with a few extra hours to have that accumulate up to be able to buy your first property. And of course, in the age of ride sharing and the like, a lot of people have done Uber or Lyft or something like that. There are lots of online opportunities available. So uh, I know somebody who specifically did what you're talking about. They became an Uber driver until they had their money down for down payment on the home and it worked out. You know, I um, it was funny about 15 years ago, I had a client who got a paper route. And, um, you know, Uber's the new paper route. And so it's great because you can control your time. And when you have extra time, you go ahead and and drive. And once again, it's just kind of like found money that you can put down. Um, One of the uh, things that people don't think about is how much unused items we have in our homes, things that we don't value anymore, but are valuable. So go and sell those items. And you're liable to find a lot of them as you're digging through for stuff for the holidays too. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, once again, just take and find somebody who is looking for that item. If you're not using it, it's really worthless to you. And yet it might be worth something to your financial impact. Sure. And then tax return. So, One of the things I find is that many of us get money back from Uncle Sam. Yes. And what do we go do? Yes. We spend it, right? Uh We go on vacation or we go buy a new TV or we we find something to spend it on because we go, oh, it's found money. Well, why not take that money and go buy a house? That would make maybe- Heck of a lot more financial sense. A lot more. I mean, even though vacations are great. Yeah, that is a big pet peeve of, of mine from a financial planning standpoint. It's a great point. Uh, so with tax season coming up here just around the corner, uh, that is a really, really smart thing. And then after you've used this money to put a down payment on a house, get in touch with somebody who can help you so you're not giving the government an interest-free loan all year. True, true. <laughs> and then instead of a vacation this year, just maybe one year, do a staycation. Yep. I mean, let's think about it. We live in paradise. This sure. is where people come to and save all their money to come to to visit, right? And many people that are here for a week will end up doing more than we will do in several years living here. Absolutely. You, I mean, even if you just went maybe to Orlando or even to another city, staying local and enjoying going to Miami, going to the Keys, there's a lot of places where you can go. And especially if you go on and maybe uh, find a discount hotel, I mean, you can absolutely make a great vacation right here in Palm Beach County. No question. One of the things that Ashley and I, my wife, did uh, several years ago, we uh, have so many great parks here. We're like, you know what? We're just going to start geographically and do them all. 
Yeah. It's like, holy cow. You, and then you find spots and you're like, wow, I really love this. And you didn't even know it was here. Yeah. You know, and Groupon. Yeah. We have a lot of Groupons. I went and did a paddle boarding lesson and once again, found a little area that I had never been in on yeah. the water. And it was so economical and it was like a whole day of fun. That's cool. So there's a lot of ways that you can still enjoy yourself without spending a lot of money. And then my last tip is to eat in or pack a lunch. Now, one of the things that has been a nice side benefit of me eating healthy is I'm eating out less. And yes, it's been great for you know my my health goals, but it's also been great for the financial goals. No question. Because I had no idea how much we spent eating out, even just lunch. And so packing your lunch, it'll be better for your waistline and also for your bottom line. Especially if your eating out includes alcohol. Oh, sure. Because if you could simply eat out, and if you drop alcohol, if that's usually something you do, you'll notice a dramatic impact. Or even looking at localdines.com. And if you're going to eat out, go to, I mean, wonderful restaurants that are mm-hmm. 50% off. And be more thoughtful about, okay, we're going to go out. We're going to go out three times this month. Let's find something at 50% off. That's still a great restaurant. It's the same restaurant you would have gone to. You just have to think a little bit ahead. So there's a lot of ways that you can cut your budget without cutting your experience. And now we can get you into a new home. Now, I know that uh, you're not a financial planner per se, but you do have plenty of guidance in how much money one needs to, to be able to put down on their home and also uh, to be able to answer a lot of the, the questions about what will get you from here to there if you are looking to purchase. And uh, so if you can lay out just a little bit of that framework. Well, I think it depends on obviously things like credit score. Mm-hmm. Um, you, there are loan products as low as 3% down, which is Absolutely fabulous. Sure. If you have first, last, and security, you already are putting 3% or more down. Yes. And so I think it starts with having more information. Many people are assuming that they can't buy. They're assuming their credit is terrible. Often, you know, they'll call us and go, oh, my credit is so terrible. I only have a 675 or a 700 or a 725. Like, <laughs> we can get you into a home. Yeah. If you only have a 725, you're, you're uh, not hurting. No. And so I think that it's about information getting good quality information. So call us, let's have a consultation. And if you aren't ready to buy, let's get a plan in place. All right, this is how much money you have. This is how much money you need. And what's the plan to do it? Let's put some timelines to it. Because, you know, a a goal, it really just is, is a dream with a deadline. Right. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. So instead of just saying, well, someday I'm going to buy a house. Okay, let's create a plan. Let's create a strategy. How are you going to do it? What are you going to cut? Where's some found money? And we'll help you strategize with that. Okay, well, could you maybe get some gift funds? Sometimes that's a yes. Sometimes that's a no. Or do you maybe we'll go through this little checklist and say, okay, which of these will allow you to to get get into that home and if you're looking to rent before you go sign that lease call us because you likely can buy if you have first last and security and maybe you're just a little short so instead of going and giving that landlord and being stuck for a year in that lease let's talk about it first and if you're at home make your parents happy 
<laughs> so <laughs> the truths are available for you straight through the holidays. And uh, so if you're buying, if you're selling, if you have questions like the truths we're talking about, helping uh, plan for the future, they're available for you. 561-972-8326. 561-972-8326. And again, if you're not already there, go visit truerealestate911.com.